Life can be many things to many people. What do you want your life to be? In this exclusive Spotify podcast, discover the art of living with Gurudev. Gurudev, is reality what we think, perceive and experience or is there more? Reality is the sense that you have when you are in an event or in a situation. You think this is real. That is your own understanding. Like for example when you are dreaming you find the dream is real only when you wake up from the dream and you are out of the dream then you see that it's not real so any perception which gives you an idea this is it this is true that is your concept of reality illusion is it appears to be and it is not something appears to you keep a pen in the in a beaker of water it appears to have bent it's really not so what you perceive is not matching with what you know or what you understand then that is illusion gurudev you've said that what we perceive is a small percentage of what reality actually is so how can we gain the ability to perceive reality and can you share a little bit about, about the reality you oh, perceive oh science said this you know you, you see all science museum that's what they show you you know you are our band of perception is very tiny what you see what you hear what you smell what you taste is a small um, frequency of a vast range of frequencies so even the very understanding of this opens your you go and watch the space museum i show you there you are and how vast and big the universe is and that does something to you right it just suddenly gives a bigger context to life is the one thing wow right gurudev sometimes what seems to be an illusion becomes what seems to be reality what's going on here is that just in my mind see here nothing is permanent everything changes anything changes gives you an impression of illusion and what our concept or what we think is reality that doesn't change if things keep changing hey it was there a moment and it's not there then it's not real one definition of reality is that which is not affected by time that which is the same the past present and future tell me one thing that is not affected by time here except me <laughs> just that mean is not affected by time everything else is affected the body is affected brain is affected mind is affected intellect is affected ego is affected everything that's why even ego is part of the scenery it is not you ego is shakti not shiva mind is shakti intellect is shakti. ego is power as much as bliss is also the scenery also bliss is also power if you see it as a power as energy as a sensation as something you experience it's a power bliss is power also sadness is power misery is a power anger is a power so what we call as negative emotion they are all powers and those through those powers you can destroy and you can create anger can create and it can destroy more often it is destructive but sometimes it can create also similarly 
all other emotions we don't condemn it we don't say it's bad it's all part of the scenery not the seer and but scenery is married to scenery Gurudev, <laughs> you've talked about the concept of seer and scenery. If scenery is the equivalent of maya or illusion, are there any effective techniques for coming back to the seer while in, in, engaged in activity? See, the scenery has its power, the seer has its power. These are two things. What scenery has, the seer doesn't have. What seer has, the scenery doesn't have. It's like the blind man and the lame person. Consciousness is lame. It cannot work. It cannot function. And the scenery is blind. It cannot see. It has no knowledge. So you have knowledge and it has action. Lame person sitting on the shoulder of a blind man. That is what body-mind combination is. Seer and scenery. So the man who sees, he says, go this way and then the person walks. He says, turn left. And because the person is blind, so he, he does the action. And they both have their powers and each power is very unique. That is why never blame this illusive world as bad. This is sacred. That's why it said the concert of Vishnu of the Lord. The nature is the sweetheart of the divine. So he is, uh, the divine is married to the nature. But one is blind and one, <laughs> one is lame. <laughs> what is speciality of human life? Human birth. Why it's so special? Because here you have both. The lame sitting on the blind. The consciousness can only know action is on mind, intellect, memory, ego, body, all this can act. So the knower and known or the scenery, they each have their unique powers and they are complementary. Mm -hmm. All of this is temporary. Everything is temporary. Why does my mind get stuck in the small things? Because it doesn't know it's small. <laughs> At that moment, it appears to be very big and too so true, so real. When it appears real, then it gets stuck. Mind can never get stuck when you know it is unreal. You see what I'm saying? See now, you see the sunset, and we see sun is setting, but from a scientific mind. We know it's not true, it's just an appearance, right? Mm -hmm. So reality keeps getting shifted. On one level, yes, sun is setting, this is so real. But from another level, this is not real. Sun never sets, right? Good, uh, how can I get out of my own head? When you want to get out of it, I tell you you're already out of it. Why do you say that I want to get out of my head? Because you see, your thoughts is creating an illusion and you are tired of the illusion. Because every time you have a concept and you find you were wrong. If every time you have proven you are right, you would never say I want to get out of my head. Right? Why you want to get out of your head? Because every judgment that you have made, you have 
seen over and over again you find it it's not right i thought you are wrong then you say oh my god i just want to get out of this head now how to get into a space where every time you think something or you do something and you find you are correct intuitive ability for that meditation meditate and the right thought with the right thought means an intuitive thought that doesn't go wrong good day we realize we're dreaming when we wake up so while we're 100% engaged in this illusory nature of this world how do we realize that it's an illusion and not get lost in it when you are lost in the world when you realize you are lost you get out of it you have already out of it now as long as it appears to be real it doesn't appear to be illusion to you but when you realize it was not real when you feel it is no more charming and it doesn't matter to you and say hey this is all illusion i am just getting stuck and i was getting stuck unnecessarily it's only a postmortem it's not a real diagnosis whenever you realize this is illusion you are only doing what postmortem that's it you are done one very great uh, poet in india he was watching the play and the play was so good and this poet got so engrossed in it and he removed his shoes and just threw at the purse and then suddenly then he realized oh it just a play he was just playing the role of a villain and then he went and asked you give me my shoes back because <laughs> he has to go back but this sir no i want to keep this as a souvenir i'm not going to give you your shoe back sorry <laughs> because this shows that how well i acted and it it just got you so engrossed in it so when you are so engrossed in something you just be 100% why do you want to split when you get tired of it or then you say just cut it out you're watching television and selling sunset and you feel so sleepy and tired hey, come on you switch off and you doze off why so when you are tired of watching the movie then you snap out of it yeah while watching why do you have to say oh this is just television this is illusion <laughs> Why do you have to do that? It will create a split personality. <laughs> you know, when you are watching, watch, and when you snap out of it, just take a good nap and don't get into nightmare selling sunset in your dreams. <laughs> There is a nice story. Um, Adi Shankar was saying, "Everything is illusion. Life is illusion." And then what happened? <laughs> Crazy elephant came. in the street chasing him everybody ran for protection you know they ran to uh, shelter then some somewhere and audition crew also ran <laughs> someone says no you said everything is illusion the elephant is illusion why are you running <laughs> he said yes yes I, i still say i hold on to my theory my running is also illusion <laughs> So, illusive words, and illusive action, and illusive compassion too, <laughs> and illusive suffering needs an illusive compassion. Got it?
Gurudev, are there any examples of ways we can remain more firmly established in truth while fully engaged in our activities and our relationships in the world? Lead is more art. Why you want to be more perfect? <laughs> I'm asking a question. Why should you not be imperfect? Because you take things too seriously. If you take it as a play, as a game, as a drama, as a movie, then you like all sorts of things being there. Correct? You know, I want to be more perfect, I want to grow more. Where do you have to grow more? You know, the plant doesn't say, I want to grow more. Whatever it is, its size, it's happy. Right? This doesn't say, I want to become a banyan tree. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will keep, keep this plant, this rotans in the, inside their home. <laughs> <laughs> when the mind gets caught up in things, disturbances, judgments, when we're caught, how in those moments do we take life lightly like it's a game? Well, you have been uh, through many nightmares. <laughs> when you wake up, you know you just have a cup of tea <laughs> and then be done with it. So, Time and again, we had to remind ourselves, hey, come on, this is all a dreamlike state and I'm going to get over this. And this is not the first time you have had this uh, experience many a time. You know, a traumatic experience never comes to anyone for the first time at a later age. It only gets recreated, which has been there, some childhood for this or that. We get upset or something or other. And, but we forget all that and we have forgotten how we have been dealing with them also. So just a gentle reminder about our own past experience can help us to snap out of it. You can try that. <laughs> Knowledge and wisdom, I tell you, is the best way to awaken oneself. We're sitting here with you in the illusion and yet your presence is helping us transcend that illusion. When we're not in front of you, what aspects of the illusion can help us become free and not more bound? I tell you, nothing. <laughs> nothing whatsoever can help you. Now, now what? You are left. Right? You are left lurching. That will bring you. You know, we try to hang on to this or that or that or that. See, nothing to hang on. And then the reality. See, let's not go to ultimate. We want ultimate happiness. We want long lasting. We want more and more. And let us drop all this. Let's go step by step. What you see, is this real? Go on questioning the present. And it, layer by layer, it leads you to something bigger, something higher, something more than what you think you know and you believe. So, it's always good to go one step at a time, rather than thinking about, uh, you know, a thousand mile, you know, even if it's a thousand mile, it has to begin with the first step. So the first step is to see, is this real? This question, is this real? Who am I? Is this all what the life is? I say, no. Okay, what's next? Then, when you keep asking what next, you'll be right here and now. You go in the depth of now. This is very interesting. It's an oxymoron. Yet, you see, that is the truth. You see, 
what next? There is nothing next. But that is what is going to bring you to now and here. When you are happy, you wonder, oh, is this real? <laughs> Isn't it? When you are miserable, you know it is real. <laughs> when things are joyful, you ask the question, is this real? That's very strange, isn't it? So you question the truth, whatever is real, you question it, whether it's real. And whatever is not, we believe that is how it is. <laughs> Misery we believe more and we question reality. Gurudev, when dealing with things like chronic health issues, chronic pain, what's happening in the body feels like reality. How can we move past this so it doesn't drain the prana and interfere with life? Don't resist them. You see, this, if there is a pain in the body, you can't say, I don't have pain. You have pain. Be with it. It's an intense situation. You know, if you have done our advanced program, we have this process, meditation in motion. What happens when you are doing the process, there is pain and then it turns around and appears to be more pleasurable. So pain and pleasures are intense sensations in the body. But what you see is you are beyond the sensation. This experience simply dawns when you accept it. The more you keep resisting it, it takes longer for you to get out of it. The more you welcome it, okay, I accept it, I am with it now. Then you see you get the strength to overcome that. How do I cultivate in my child that there is more to reality than what we see, touch and feel? You know, you cannot force anyone to see the reality. You can only gently guide them. It's impossible to make someone realize uh, the truth beyond their perceptual uh, reality. Time and maturity and right education will all lead them to that, that direction. And exposure to wide range of knowledge. And meditation, of course. Identities, they get developed in society naturally. You don't have to do much about it. All that you need to do is making them realize they are much more than the identities that they are identifying with. It. That identity is just like a coat or a jacket or a sweater, which you can put on and remove it anytime you want. This is what we need to teach them. Rather than thinking the identity as your own skin, which you can never get rid of, unless you go to the grave, even there your skin remains in the body. So, uh, this type of understanding has to be created. It's okay to have whatever identity you want to take on, but you should know how to get out of it or see beyond the identity. So, beyond identity you are the most beautiful, unidentified living object. Gurdjieff, <laughs> in our day-to-day -day experiences, life becomes very charming. And often, we don't want to give up the charm, but we know there's something beyond that, the reality. Can we blend the two? We think the reality is not so charming. It's bland and something else here is charming. No, that's not so. Whatever charm you find here is just a reflection of reality. Because reality is more charming than anything whatsoever. 
truth is the most charming thing but in the beginning or in the initial stages truth appears to be very bitter that's when you are steeped into one illusion and when you're just coming out of one illusion appears reality is very harsh but in fact it is the consciousness the existence of consciousness deep inside of you that uh, brings out these feelings of you know charm and, and it reflects on anything you do when you are logged on to the reality or the truth in life then everything is charming everything doesn't become dull and boring everything is absolutely charming Life can be many things to many people. What do you want your life to be? In this exclusive Spotify podcast, discover the art of living with Gurudev.